Yeah, so just this is general info. We're just having a chat about the different issues as we see them. Yeah. It's not meant to be giving you financial advice or advice on what to do. You need to make your own inquiries. We don't know about people's individual circumstances because um, everybody's different, Mm -hmm. but we're here to help if you need it. Um, And if we can't, we'll certainly tell you who can help you. Easy. All right. So um, we can start with the, there were two topics you wanted to talk to me about last week that we figured we'd, we'd pass over to this week. So the first was uh, how to get ready to apply for a loan. So if you want to go through some of the steps, I think that's probably a good way to start. Yeah. Now, I um, use analogies quite a lot. And if I said to someone listening, do you want to run a marathon tomorrow? Um, You're probably going to go, wow, that's not a very smart idea. Mm. Um, Because, you know, if you're going to do a marathon or a long distance event, or even if you want to do study, you've got to put in, a bit of effort to prepare yourself for it. Um, in the current environment, especially, uh, getting a loan is the same thing. We've talked in the past about how about one in every seven bank loans at the moment of you know, mortgages is on some sort of hold due to the pandemic. Um, people have lost their jobs or you know, just you know, don't have the money that they used to have. Right. So the last thing the bank, the last thing the banks want is to take more borrowers on who have issues. So the banks, when you're applying for a loan, are asking a lot more questions. So if you're looking to get ready for finance, you need to be looking at your living expenses. You need to look at your credit file. You need to look at the amount of debt you're carrying. Um, and if you've got issues, um, you need to work with your bank or your broker to get them sorted um, before you apply. So, um, yeah, just don't jump in. Um, if someone says they can get you a loan very quickly, it's usually going to be an expensive loan. If your loan's four hundred grand and you're paying an extra one percent, that's an extra eighty dollars a week in interest you're going to be paying. And if you're in that loan for Five years, ten years could be an extra thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars you're paying that you don't need to. So just yeah, get sorted, get 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 onto it early. Um, you can't just wake up one morning and decide you're going to buy a house. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, a lot plan, of plan, plan ahead. ahead and, yeah. And get, yeah. Okay. Um, second thing was uh, it was the second one you wanted to cover last week that we didn't get time to is um, assessing how good your pre-approval is. Yeah, so with with pre-approval, so what normally happens is you will apply to the bank and you'll be pre-approved. Now, some banks fully assess your information before they give you a pre-approval. Some others just give you a computer-generated one. So Mm -hmm. no one's actually looked at your pre-approval. The computer has just said, yep, you pass all the tests. Um, So if your information's as you say it is, we will give you a loan. So now, if you're going to auction, when, if you are successful at the auction and you are the, the, the highest bidder, you are legally obliged to buy that house in about six weeks from the day of the auction. So if your pre-approval has not been fully assessed and you send your pre-approval to the bank or send the auction contract to the bank and then they discover something in your financials or in the information that you provided that wasn't quite right, they might not finally approve your loan. So Mm. all pre-approvals are not the same. 
just make sure if you are going to go to auction or you want to make a, a strong bid on a property or you want to go unconditional on a contract, which means you've given up your right to, to a finance clause, make, just make sure that you have a fully assessed pre-approval. Okay. Easy. All right. We'll jump into the, the few things that, pardon me, <clears throat> jump into the few uh, topics that we had covered for, uh, that we plan to talk about for this week. So, um, first one I wanted to talk to you about was one of the online banks has introduced a new option over the last month. Uh, they've introduced tiered variable rates for borrowers. So, um, the little spiel they got here, so as of August 20, variable customers on a variable interest rate um, with an own home loan, so they're buying, they're getting a home loan to own and live in the house, um, will be able to access tiered variable rates depending on like your income and things like that. Can you explain to me what, what that really means, if, if you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep, yep. So, so how it works is banks talk about a thing, or in finance, they talk about risk versus reward. Okay. So, with this, with this lender, and a few lenders do this. If you, if your loan value ratio is less, um, there is less risk for the bank. Uh, tier pricing works is, it's you get a lower interest rate if the bank sees you as being less risky. So if we've got an example of you're buying a property for $500,000, if you borrow 300,000, your loan value ratio, so your loan 300, the value of the property 500, the loan value ratio or LVR is 60%. Now, if that's one, if that's one client, and then another client who's buying for 500,000 has to borrow $450,000, their loan value ratio is 90%. So the bank is taking a bigger risk, so they will charge you a higher interest rate. So generally, if you can lower your loan value ratio, you'll generally get a better interest rate, which can save you tens, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of your loan. Okay. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um. Another thing we're going to uh, cover, so a new survey was released during the week that more than two-thirds of first-home buyers say they've delayed or abandoned plans, uh, delayed or abandoned plans to purchase a property because of the pandem uh, pandemic. Um, a quote from the article is speaking on, uh, as more people are being forced to spend their deposit savings on basic living expenses, the prospect of buying a property is now even more elusive for some. Um, it's interesting sort of to, to look into those sorts of um, stats to see the differing viewpoints of it, I guess. Yeah, I suppose a couple of things happening there. Um, you know, people might have lost their job, yeah. so they can now not access finance to get a property. They may have had a deposit, and because they've lost their job, they are accessing those funds to survive. Um, so that could be happening. What we're generally seeing around a lot of markets around the country, though, is that prices haven't dropped. Um, a lot of people, including me, thought that prices may drop um, when COVID hit because um, people would have to sell property. But because of the various stimulus packages, job keeper, job seeker, business boost, those sorts of things. A lot of people have not had to sell, mm. um, but a lot more people have gone out and got um, uh, approved for finance. So there's 
more buyers than there are sellers, which is keeping prices up, or in some cases, prices are increasing. So right. uh, if you're a first home buyer, um, prices have gone up maybe, and your um, capacity to get a loan has dropped, so you've had to put your plans on hold. Hmm. Right, yeah, that's fair. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of different things happening there, yeah. Okay. Um, there was uh, another one we are talking through. Let me find it. So um, it was a list of, uh, of um, let me have a look. So uh, new rules, I think it was brought out by ASIC. And again, I always get you to do this. ASIC is, uh, what does ASIC stand for again for me? Uh, the, Austra the Australian Securities Investment Commission. Okay. So they're one of the government regulators right. around the banks. Like a watchdog? Yeah. Okay. Um, so from September, homeowners on a deferral who can't resume their payments can potentially extend the pause by an extra four months or switch to interest-only repayments. Um, so they, they were coming up in an article I read this week about... Uh, options that banks are going to be looking to give their customers um, as ideas of what they can do from this point on or if in the, another four months time they still can't resume their repayments um, use money in your offset or redraw if available switch to interest only payments um, paying something is better than nothing so it's better to do this uh, ask your bank for a loan deferral or an extension or possibly having to sell or rent the property um, can you explain to me why like, I, I sort of understand why this is a thing, but I don't always have a good explanation to people when people ask, is why is it ultimately in the bank's interest for people to not default on a loan? Yeah, cool. So, yeah, with um, when the pandemic hit, um, you know, business had to shut down, you know, people were put on JobKeeper, JobSeeker. You know, you might have had a big mortgage, you couldn't afford to make your repayments, so... You know, the last thing the banks and the government wanted is for their you know, people have to sell their houses and end up on the street. So there was a, the, the Bankers Association got together with the government and came up with an idea of giving people a six-month period where they could either use money in offset account, use money in redraw to make repayments, go to interest-only repayments, or maybe make no repayments for a period of time. Now, that was from March till September. We're just about into September shortly, and for you know, some people have resumed repayments. There's some people who may need some extra time, so the um, the banks are giving them an extra four months till early 2021. Um, I suppose the thing is for people to think about though, at the moment, because in most markets, um, property is still getting good prices. If you know early next year, mid next year, you think you're still going to be struggling to pay your mortgage, um, an option is to sell your property now. Yeah. So that's one of the things that one of the banks has been saying to people. So I think where ASIC ASIC want the the banks to work with their customers, which they have been doing, um, to try and help people get through this and come through the other side um, without there being sort of, you know, mass sell-offs of property and yeah. and people left in the lurch. So, yeah, you know, if, if people are listening and they are on a repayment holiday or a repayment pause, keep talking to your lender, talk to your broker about what your options are. Yeah. It's interesting, like, I... I, I um, originally, when the banks introduced the, the loan deferrals for only the first three to four months when it first hit, and... Uh, 
they said it would only be until September. I didn't expect that there would be an, an extension possible for the, for that four-month thing of like September into the end of the year. They'd defer it again and allow people to defer. But do you think maybe, uh, not an expectation, but would you be surprised if they introduce more deferral options for longer, depending on how long the pandemic keeps going? Yeah, look, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to say. I think it's one of those things that um, depends on, you know, how many waves we get and yeah. whether there's more, you know, state-based lockdowns like we're seeing in Victoria at the moment. But, yeah, it's in it's not in the bank's best interest for people to be, um, you know, selling their property, especially if they're getting, if they're selling the property for less than what the property owes the bank. So, yeah, the banks have been fantastic during this period mm. in helping people through and, yeah, being very, um, yeah, we're being very flexible, yeah. getting people onto interest only. There was there was a bit of a um, some commentary during the week. Of, yeah, traditionally interest only loans are more expensive because you're yeah you're just paying the interest. You're not paying the principal as well. Right. So you know people may be put onto a higher interest rate, um, but if it's just giving you some breathing space until you can get on your feet to then be able to pay your loan down. It's you know, a small price to pay. Yeah, compared to having to sell your house and uproot everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's I all, think we mentioned, yeah. la- we, we mentioned last week as well that you know, the, there is a bit of a, a shift, whether it's a trend or whether it's um, just something that's you know, happening now because of the situation we're in. Mm. Yeah, there are a lot more people looking at um, moving out of cities into areas that are a bit more affordable, um, that have got space, that don't have COVID, um, don't have lots of crowds, lots of people, mm. lots of traffic. So, yeah, lots of stats coming out around that at the moment. Whether, yeah. as you said, whether that's just done due to the situation we're in or it becomes a long-term trend, who knows? Yeah, it's only time will tell. That's It's an interesting one. Like, where I'm at now, there's no cases We've had no cases since the beginning. Um, we had one possible contact trace that was a negative case. And because of the border closures, we're not too worried about anything coming down from Queensland. So it's pretty much like we've got all the all of the regulations are being followed where I'm at, but there's not really any, um, there's no real scare. Like businesses are open as usual, which is pretty nice. Like everything closes pretty early anyway here, so yeah. But it's been yeah, and I think yeah, basically north of Gosford, in New South Wales, there hasn't been many cases, and the ones that had have been sort of yeah, they isolated pretty quick. But yeah, the issue is if um, Victoria drags on for a bit longer with their stage four lockdown, um, or if there's yeah, if anything happened in New South Wales similar to what's happening in Victoria now. Um, yeah, it's just a, one of those things you've just got to see it out. Yeah, exactly. Is there, any, um, is there anything you wanted to add that we, we hadn't le- planned on covering? Was there anything you wanted to talk about? Well, not really. I think, the, as we've said in the past, yeah, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of information around on social media at the moment of you know, people that can um, yes, fix all your problems if you sign up for their program and all that sort of stuff. Um, there's yeah, webinars from people who, who say they can make X amount of money out of property or shares or whatever it is. Um, 
just you know, make your own inquiries. Make sure that if you're being asked to sign up for some a program that you you check it out, you check out reviews, um, you talk to other people that have used them. Um, that you know, if people are telling you that you need to buy six properties by the time you're 40 because you're not going to get the age pension or you're not going to get super, um, look into it a bit. Uh, make sure you understand what their motivation is. Do mm. they have your best interests in mind? Because you know, we're, we're seeing clients now who have come to us who've you know, done those things in the past and you know, nine times out of ten it doesn't quite work out the way that it was sold to them. Right. If you're looking to buy a property, you know, get some help, um, do your research on you know, where is the best place to buy an investment property 99 times out of 100, it is not in the area where you live. Mm. Um, yeah, there's over 15,000 suburbs in the country. Um, yeah, if you've bought in a place because you like it there, it doesn't mean it's a great investment. So you'll go to open homes and the real estate agent will tell you it's a great investment, but they're trying to sell you a house. So just you know, make your own inquiries, take, take your time. Um, if you need any help, we're happy to help, even if it's just have a, a chat about what options are and that sort of thing and you know, give you as much help as you need. So you can find us at Money Saver Home Loans on um, Facebook. Easy. Beautiful. All right, we'll wrap it there.